0: Think of joy, you and I, we think of happiness, of fun, of pleasure. We imagine that joy is something that happens when all the pressure, all the cares of this world are lifted off our shoulders. Then, finally, we can enjoy life. But what if I told you, "Ah, that's not it at all? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and thank you so much for joining me again as we take a look today at this whole thing of joy from a different perspective. And do stay tuned because in just a few minutes I'll be telling you about my free daily devotional Fresh. It's all about helping you draw closer to Jesus so that filled with the joy of the Lord, you can be all that he created you to be. One of the things I love doing is to watch advertisements on television and analyse what it is that they're actually selling and what it is that they're actually promising. One of the big new trends in holiday travel is cruising on big, opulent ocean liners. Nothing wrong with that, but I'm interested in the advertisements that depict happy couples enjoying each other's company on a beautiful ocean liner. Cruise with this line and you'll experience romance and intimacy. Or they show kids having fun while parents relax by the pool or or go out for a sophisticated dining experience. It seems to me that what they're promising is happiness. That's the end product. The ship, the relaxation, the rest, the exotic experiences, the entertainment. They're all stepping stones to the final brand promise of happiness. Smiling faces, fun, enjoyment. In fact, that's the case with most of the advertisements for most of the products that you see or hear. Not all of them, mind you, but most of them the end product, the the commodity that they're really peddling isn't the product or the service that they're advertising. What they're really actually trying to sell you, most of them, is happiness. So I went to my dictionary to check out the meaning of these three words, happiness, fun, and joy. This is what I found. The dictionary definition of happiness is this, the state of being happy. Okay, so what does it mean to be happy? It is apparently a feeling of pleasure or contentment. Well, fair enough. So what then is the definition of fun? Something that we associate with happiness. It's enjoyment, amusement, light-hearted pleasure. Well, so far, so good. Then I finally decided to check out my dictionary for the definition of joy. Joy, we're told, is a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. And, you know, that fits in pretty well with our understanding that happiness, fun and joy are all pretty much the same thing. Or or if, if not exactly the same thing, then very closely related. In fact, in our language, we often use the words happy and joy interchangeably. When something makes us happy, we would say that we enjoyed it, right? That's the common understanding. That's the world's understanding. But what if I told you that that's an understanding that is diametrically 180 degrees opposed to what God tells us about joy? Firstly, the word joy and its various derivatives appear around 370 times in the Bible. On the other hand, happy and its various derivatives appear only 26 times in the Bible. Big difference! Empirically what that tells me is that God isn't interested so much in my happiness... What he really wants for me is his joy. Interestingly, in one verse, these two words appear together. Esther chapter 8, verse 16. For the Jews, it was a time of happiness and joy, gladness and honour. So clearly, the two words have different meanings. Otherwise, there'd be no need to put them both in the one sentence. Now, you and I know what happiness is. Sometimes we're happy, sometimes we're sad. When are you happy? Well when things are going your way, when you have a good experience, when you're being praised or promoted, when you're involved in something that's fun, when you have something good to look forward to, like like a holiday on one of those cruise ships. Happiness, by and large, is a response to our circumstances. And we're sad when bad things happen, when we lose a loved one, when someone tramples on our emotions, right? There's happy and then there's sad. Totally different but if that's our understanding of joy, the joy that God promises us, the joy of the Lord that the Bible talks about, then we're completely missing the point. If that's our understanding of what joy is, then this scripture simply doesn't make sense. James chapter 1, verses 2-4. to My brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of any kind, consider it nothing but pure joy, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its full effect so that you may be mature and complete, lacking in nothing. It doesn't make sense, because you can't be happy whenever you're facing a trial of any kind, right? When, When things are tough, it's impossible to be happy, and yet God here is telling us to consider a trial as nothing but pure joy. The New Testament Greek word that most often we tend to translate into the word joy, the one used here in this passage, comes from the same root word, as grace, that word is Kara, from which we get the word charismatic, for, for instance. In other words, the concepts of grace and joy are fundamentally linked. Grace is a free gift from God, and joy is one of the most powerful expressions, manifestations, results of God's grace. So in sharp contrast to our worldly understanding of joy being synonymous with happiness, what God means when He promises us his joy is a free gift from him. So let's get this straight. Happiness is a reflection of and our response to what's going on around us. Happiness comes from the world. Joy, on the other hand, is a free gift from God. And that's why you can have joy even when your circumstances are against you. The joy of the Lord and the happiness of this world are profoundly different things. God's joy is born out of his love for us. And and as a father who loves you, his compassion for you when you're hurting, when, when the pressures of this world are seemingly going to crush you, is unbelievable. And that's why right in those difficult times, he will give you the gift of his joy at the very time that the happiness of the world deserts you. That's why the joy of the Lord truly is your strength. It's amazing, actually, how often in the Bible, joy is spoken about in times of suffering. You see, in our human understanding, suffering and joy just don't go together. Because, after all, we use joy and happiness interchangeably, and it simply doesn't make sense that you could possibly be happy while you're suffering. And you can't. But joy, well, that's a whole different thing. Have a listen to these couple of scriptures. Firstly, Romans chapter 12, verse 12. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in suffering, persevere in prayer. See, so joy and suffering are used in the one verse there. First Peter chapter one, verses three to seven. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, for by his great mercy he has given us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, and into an inheritance that is imperishable and undefiled and unfading, being kept in heaven for you who are being protected by the power of God through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you rejoice, even if now for a little while you have had to suffer various trials so that the genuineness of your faith, being more precious than gold, that though perishable, is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honour when Jesus Christ Is revealed. Did you get that? In this you rejoice, even if now you have to suffer. So joy and suffering again come together. Listen, God's joy is different from the world's happiness. God's joy is profoundly and infinitely better than the world's happiness because it comes from Him and not from the world. And so the joy of the Lord is reliable, it's powerful, it's freely available, irrespective of the circumstances that we're immersed in. That's why... The joy of the Lord really is your strength. The Word of God is alive and active, amen, with the power to transform your life, to help you be all that God made you to be. You can subscribe to receive your free daily devotional at freshdevotional.org or give us a call toll-free on one 722 415 to request the printed devotional if that works better for you. Again, that's freshdevotional.org or one 722 415 My prayer is that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through the power of His Word.